0: Big 12 sound, sound roundup. Check one, 2 The best bites, cheap shots, and excuses from Saturday's post game news conferences. DJ Cobb, First and 12. And 12. Yeah.
1: All I do is win, win, win. win, win.
2: No oh! What, what got money <laughs> my mind. I, can I
1: love this. Enough. Win, win, win. <laughs> I don't know, but I know we rushed enough to win. (laughs) Producer
0: Eric delivering again. Mm. You just played yourself, Oklahoma, because Mike Gundy's coming. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That was fantastic. Producer Eric always making this thing younger, hipper. It's the new Big 12, baby. It's first and 12 every (laughs) single week, and it's the sound roundup. Let's just dive right into it. The best sound bites from the week. Let's hear more from Mike Gundy. Well,
1: it was a really good college game. A lot of excitement. Um. It's kind of the way you want it, uh, back and forth, and a lot of big plays for both teams, mistakes for both teams, things that we wish we would uh, could have back. I'm sure there's things they wish they could have back. But two good teams competing against each other, like a heavyweight prize fight, trading, trading blows. Um, but I mentioned in the, in the locker room how proud I was of our coaches their plans that they had going into the game and then the adjustments they made through the game and our players uh, willingness to ride the wave ups and downs and just continue to go out and compete play the next play. Um, <clears throat> most of the game I watch faces and monitor body language and things. So if, if I feel like somebody's going south I've got to go over and pick them up or if they're too enthusiastic and a little bit out of control, I've got to go over and calm them down. And one thing was interesting today in this game, I didn't really have to do much of either. The excitement that was generated at times by our team was timely, and we didn't have anybody that really got down on themselves. So they're starting to learn and, and get a feel for life lessons that will help them for the rest of their life to compete, stay the course, be able to take blows and then and then hit back. Um, as far as the game, our ability to rush the football, again, we I know we rushed for, I don't know, but I know we rushed enough to win.
2: Coach Mike Gundy right there, you, that's where the uh, progeny, of course, of the win, win, win. And they did, I love how he takes the high road and acts like, oh, just know the game. We played hard. Two big teams that are really important. It's like, dude, you, are, you with your eyes are flipping off Brent Venables in Oklahoma <laughs> across the field, like definitely. Steve Sarkeesian, uh, here's your next <laughs> piece of sound from the Sound Roundup, getting a win. Uh, sounding way more calm, by the way, than the guy you see on the sideline uh, F-bombing the, his own players. But, uh, yeah, Steve Sarkeesian and his thoughts on that win over Kansas State in overtime.
3: Sometimes I feel like I'm a broken record when I just talk about versatility, uh, resiliency, uh, perseverance. Um, that, you know, that those, are, those are all qualities that championship teams have. And because they find a way to win uh, different ways, and they find a way to win games uh, at critical moments, and they can make plays at critical moments. And so uh, for our guys today, just felt like another example of that. Um, they just, you know, as good as we were playing early, um, our own miscues and, and some forced by them allowed allowed kansas state to get back into the game and i think it tested uh it tested us it tested our resiliency it tested our our um, culture to stick together um uh, because in the end you know when you when you you know block a punt they score off of that when you throw a pick in your own end they score off of that when you when you fumble in your own end they score off of that Um, those are those are moments when when some teams could break, when the game gets tied, you can't get the stop. And and so through it all, could we play better? You know, could we found a way to, to play better at some key moments? Sure, um, but we, we played well enough at the most critical moment uh, when the ball's on your own you know, four or five yard line there for four straight snaps, and our defense was able to uh, to get the stop. So it was a great start to the game. I love the efficiency of which we were playing in in, in all three phases. Um, unfortunately, we let them back into the game, and then we had to, we had to fight like crazy to uh, to find a way to win. But uh, to to sit here eight and one sure feels a heck of a lot better than, than sitting here seven and two.
0: Steve Sarkeesian before Saturday was the last starting quarterback to lead BYU is from the Juco ranks, the new mm. Juco quarterback to lead BYU, Jake Retzlaff. And he was in the postgame presser after BYU lost to West Virginia, 37-7. to This was Jake's commentary on his first career start.
4: Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, early on in the game. Like, obviously, the score doesn't reflect uh, how we think we played, but um, it was fun being out there for the first time. There's no doubt about that.
3: Jake, how would you assess
4: how you played? Uh, it's hard to say that sitting here right now, How I played, how we played was 37 7 at the end of the day. So, you know, I'll have to go back and watch the tape and really figure out, like, you know, what we got to do and how we got to be better and how I got to be better. Um, You know, I don't know how I play. I don't know the numbers or anything, but, uh, you know, we just got to play better as a unit and put some points on the board. We didn't do that this week.
0: You feel like you showed enough to be the starting quarterback the rest of the
4: season? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. That's not my decision. Uh, you know, like I said, I'll just go back to the tape and, you know, dissect what I did and learn from that. I think that's, that's A-Rod's decision at the end of the day. And so, you know, I just, I just know that I'm going to go out there and play my hardest and play my heart out every week. And uh, whatever that comes to, you know, I'll live with that. Did you
3: feel like you were running
1: a lot
4: tonight in terms of just getting away from from really pass rush? Uh, no, I felt like I was running design runs a lot tonight, to be honest with you. I think that uh, that was in the game plan this week. and. Um, you know, we knew that we could steal some. And when they dropped eight, it's hard to throw when they drop And So we're just going to run it uh, with the quarterback. And uh, I think we had some good designs, and we made some good yards. What
1: did you see on the fourth and two, where you midfield, first possession, I think it was, you guys went for it, got stopped?
4: Yeah, you know, um, I just saw lack of execution across the board. You know, um, you know, I made my right hand Aiden the ball. You know, I think Aiden's a great runner, and I think he could get two yards. Um, I don't know exactly what happened on the front end. You know, I'd focus on my read on the back side. My read was uh-huh. to give it to Aiden and let him go to work. Uh, it was unfortunate we came up short um, because it was a really promising drive. But um, like I said, you know, we, we got to execute better.
0: Jake, what's up like, I'm just curious your mentality. When you break, contain, when do you look to pass versus when do you look to run? Because sometimes, you know, it breaks down and there's somebody open. I think you almost had a touchdown to chase on one of those plays. And then another, you know, others you, you take off. So I'm just curious which, when
4: do you do what Yeah, you know I, I consider myself a passer and, I'm, and I run to pass for most of, for the most part, but I'm also not going to leave yards right in front of me. Uh, so I'm going to get them most of the time, but um yeah, it, when I break the pocket, my, you know, my eyes are still up a lot of the time. Um, and I'm just trying to steal something from the defense. You know, I think we did that a couple of times and then, you know, when you got to turn and, and put your head down and run, you got to turn and put your head down and run and take the yards in front of you if they lock it up on the back end. Uh, it's not often they, they're able to lock up both the front end on the scramble and the back end, but they, they were able to do that some part. But, um, you know, I think we uh, ran the ball with the quarterback effect pretty effectively tonight. Uh, you know, it could have been better like anything, but, um, yeah, I feel like I just, you know, I'd run a throw and make opportunities for guys downfield. Um, but when I, when I could take it, i take it.
0: The team was notified this week that you were going to be QB1. Yeah. How supportive were your offensive teammates to kind of rally around you and, you know, build you up at this moment?
4: I was super supportive. Uh, The guys had my back the whole way. Um, You know, Isaac said earlier in the week that uh, you know it didn't look like it was going to be my first career start. Um, I think that's mainly because the guys who got behind me in the offense during the week we just you know we practiced business as usual, uh, you know, and just attacked the week you know to go play better than we did today. But uh, but yeah, I think I had full support from every unit on the field, and I think we were excited to go out there and play.
1: Does you feel like you proved
4: to yourself and your teammates that you can play at this level? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think there was a doubt going into the game. Um, I don't think, you know, a would put somebody on the field who couldn't. Um, but, you know, I I think that um, it wasn't a matter of proving if I could play at the level. It was just a matter of going out and executing offense. Um, and, you know, like I said, we didn't do that well tonight. Do you have family
0: here?
4: Uh, yeah, I did. I had a couple extended family, and my mom came too. What
0: was that like, having them here? And, you know, I know the outcome wasn't what you wanted, but having,
4: like being able to it was, Yeah, it was incredible. Um, I love playing in front of my family. Um, and I feel like, you know, the Rock is your family a lot of times too at home. But uh, playing in front of my family, it just means something special to me because I just know how proud they are of me and how much they want to see me succeed. So it's just another motivating factor. Um, to go out there and play well. What's
0: going to keep this team together through this adversity
4: on a two-game skid now? Uh, I'll tell you what, I think this team has got a lot of great unity to it. I think that these guys really love each other. I think that we have something special here. I think uh, that, you know, two losses in a row hurts. There's no doubt about that. But I think we're we're pretty good at having the mindset that, you know, we're definitely going to look at this tape hard and and fix the mistakes that we made. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not going to be able to do anything about, tonight we can't go back to saturday at 7 p.m you know what i mean so we gotta we gotta move on and uh not forget it learn from it uh, a, a saying that no friend of mine once says the l's in the loss column are not for losses they're for lessons so we just got to go back and learn from it and uh, and play better next week
0: how much of the playbook was kind of is still operating with you compared to keaton from what you could tell and what you've kind of learned of this offense
4: um wow <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Slade. Gosh, like, I'll get crazy. out of your way, all right? Jeez, man. This interviews over. Um, Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's uh, you know a different playbook we play with. I think that Arod is is a really good play caller, and he's good at what he's been good at is uh, calling plays to his quarterback. So um, I know the whole playbook's available, but I also know there's a part of the playbook that Arod like loves me in. And so I think that he's going to try to do that more.
2: Tough spot for him to be in. And, you know, the idea of, like, hey, did you have fun out there? Like, it's all, uh, <laughs> it's 37 to 7. But, yeah, I mean, I like getting the opportunity to start. But nobody wants good to on lose. Good the mic, th- though. Yeah, he is actually, he really he's is a good. And you, we kind of knew that at the beginning of the year. But he seemed to handle himself before, you know, uh, before the game, after the game, all of it. And so – Uh, kudos to him i'm interested to see i kind of hope he gets another shot and hopefully he has a little bit more time this week to get ready for i'd like to see the second start for jake Retzlaff just to see and also if keaton slovis is hurt let's you know give it a minute for byu fans like hey getting another guy in there let's see what goes on all right we'll take the break here we'll come back when we return uh we have our four corners whip around and boy, it's a wild one this weekend uh, for the teams that are joining the Big 12 next year from the Pac 12. Stay with us. It's first and twelve, ninety-seven-five, the KSL Sports Zone and KSL News Radio. Alex Keery, Mitch Harper, stay with us.